The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. And it's wonderful to be with you. And uh, it's the afternoon on the East Coast and the morning on the West Coast. My guest today, that I'm excited to bring on once again, I had her on in April, actually on my birthday last year. Her name is Debbie Hennigan, and she is the author of the book, Closer Than You Think, The Easy Guide to Connecting with Loved Ones on the Other Side. And uh, Debbie lost her sister at 15 years old over two decades later. She's sharing their story. She teaches teleseminars. She provides grief coaching to spread the profound healing that she received herself since her sister's death. And Debbie feels that her sister's passing has given her the courage to take risks and dream big and be adventurous and savor every moment. And she's an inspirational spiritual teacher, author, and intuitive. And welcome, Debbie Hennigan. Thank you. It's great to be here. Nice to talk with you again. Let's talk about healing um, in light of the recent tragedy and loss that happened at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut. Yeah, my heart goes out to all of those families there and uh, across the world. I mean, I know it has brought so many people together in a different light um, when something like that happens. It's it's tragic, and there aren't any words that any of us could possibly provide that could take away the pain. Um, but what, what I love to just share with people, and and that tragedy has happened, but I don't know about you, Patricia, but for me in the last year, uh, I have had so many different people who are close to me or new people or new friends, clients that I have made who have also experienced tragic losses, and that. For some reason, it just feels like that keeps on happening more and more. Mm. And I sort of wonder, you know, why is that happening? And, you know, it just, it, it it's very sad. You do question, is there a God? But from my perspective, I believe that these tragedies are happening um, to help us or make us, help us uh, wake up to life and to what's really important in life. And and even though a loved one is no longer here physically, that loss does wake us up in different ways. And it also, whenever these situations are tragic, it, it seems to bring us all together as one because we are all one family. And when things like this happen, we pull together, we pray for people that we don't know, 
We pull together to lend a hand to people that we don't know, um, and it doesn't matter the color, the sex, the religion, the, you know, the beliefs. It doesn't matter about any of that, and, you know, that's a beautiful gift in all of the, the, the sadness and the ugliness of a tragedy, and so mm-hmm. I feel like these things are happening to help us wake up and to realize that what is important is love and family and togetherness and teaming and partnering with strangers strangers and just trying to collectively come together yeah. as a world to make yeah. the world a better you know, place. Yeah, I wanna I wanna comment on everything you're saying. It's interesting because I remember when I was living in the South and we had some hurricanes and a friend of mine said to me, you know, when we had the hurricane and we lost our power for a week, everyone in that neighborhood came together. We all shared food and we cooked outside together. She mm-hmm. said, isn't it too bad that that has to happen in order for us to come together in that way? Right. And that's my point. I feel like you hear these tragedies and you think, oh, my goodness, why is this happening across the world? It just makes my heart hurt as it does so many others. But it's happening to help us realize that we shouldn't have to wait for tragedies like this to wake us up. And a lot of people are coming out of it, um, probably a very small percentage after the, the uh, you know, it all dies down. But a lot of, there is a small percentage at least that is coming out and saying, wow, I really need to change the way that I am in this world and, you know, be nice to strangers lend a hand, volunteer, do something that is out of the norm for them so that they can help make the world a better place. And I think, you know, it's happening happening slowly but surely, but it's a lot slower. And, and I think that's why these tragedies and things keep on reoccurring. It's to really just, you know, slap us around and, you know, help us to realize what is important here. And each and every one of us are important, and we should cherish every moment and we should let go of the control and the competition and the money and you know all the things that are driving us to be crazy (laughs) you know we should be looking at you know blessings and be thankful for what it is that we have and embrace what it is that we have so when you counsel people when people come to you and they come to you angry scared um, shut down, weepy, depressed, um, sad. Well, how do you help them? Do you sit and listen? Do you? I know that you feel you've been in in connection with your sister. So, do you give people some information from the other side? How do you help them, Debbie? Yeah, and you know, it's different with every person, and I go by what comes to me at that time, but yes, the most important thing is to listen. A lot of people just want to talk about and share their experience, the pain they're going through, the sadness, and also different things that they have ha- have experienced since their loved one had passed where they may say, I know that she was here because, you know, her favorite thing her favorite movie was, you know, whatever it may be, and you can never see it, but all of a sudden I turned the TV on and it was on. And, you know, there's different things that people may recognize, which I call synchronicities, where our loved ones on the other side do reach out to us. And a lot of people recognize it and a lot of people don't. And so when I listen to someone and they're sharing their experience, I try to help them realize that, you know, 
this is a void that's here. The void will never go away. It's extremely painful. That loss will always be there. However, even though they're not here physically, be open to the idea and the fact that they are still here, only more in a spiritual sense. And, you know, they are always reaching out to us. They, they know what it's like to have been here on earth. They know the pain. Um, and they also know how we feel. And so they're trying to sprinkle a bit of, of heaven upon us by reaching out. And so most of the time, and probably in every conversation with all of my clients, I just share some experiences that I've had uh, when my sister did pass of how she had reached out to me, how I'd found that, you know, these little synchronicities of different songs, of animals coming to me, butterflies or whatever it may be, that I realized it was her and I could feel and sense that she was around and it's very peaceful and comforting. And so what I would say to everyone out there is just be open to that idea because when you experience it at least once, you'll know exactly what I mean by feeling this comfort and this peaceful, loving uh, sensation throughout your body that just lets you know they're okay. And if you can experience that and be open to signs and messages that come from those on the other side, that will help you to make it through life. It's not going to take the void away, but it will certainly fill it up a little bit so, and give you that sense of peace. So you feel that there is the other side and you've received messages from your sister and you feel that all of us, if we're open to it, can receive messages from our loved ones who have passed? Is Absolutely. that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I, in fact, if, you know, anybody, if I hold different classes and, you know, if there's 10 people in it or 50, I'll ask the question, who has ever experienced a sensation like after, you know, someone has passed away or maybe they walk into a room and they may smell the scent of their grand, grandmother or some kind of perfume or something that may remind them of their loved one or if they walk outside and they see the most beautiful rainbow that they've never seen and they get this overwhelming sense that their loved one is right there, every single person will raise their hand and they can't wait to share whatever their story is. And maybe some people think that seeing a rainbow is small and insignificant or that it could just be them just seeing a rainbow. But if you have the feeling and the sense that it's your loved one at the moment you see it, that's because they're there telling you it's them sending you the, the beauty of a rainbow. And, you know, you'll know, and it's not, it's, it's something that when I ask that question, has anybody experienced it? Everyone has at least one story. And then they start to realize that it's not a coincidence because a lot of these things are small synchronicities, but they are powerful and very profound in how you receive and accept them. But a lot of people will chalk them up as coincidences and they think, oh, that couldn't possibly be my loved one. The fact is they're not coincidences. And if you are open-minded to it, um, you'll start to recognize more and more of of these beautiful miracles that happen all day long all Mm. around each and every one of us. Now, do you work with people individually? Do you counsel people or do grief yes. counseling? I do, yes. Yes, so I do that over the phone and in person. You know, I have some 
clients that are local to where I am, so sometimes we can do it in person, but most people are out, you know, outside of the state and other areas, and it's via phone, and it has worked uh, very well, and it's a matter of going through that person's situation. The counseling is different for everyone because it depends on, you know, where you are and what you're experiencing and going through. Okay. Can you tell us a story of someone either in your own life from your book about, you know, knowing that you've been contacted or knowing that um, your sister's listening on the other side or a story of one of your clients? I will give you one that just happened on New Year's. So I I had gone to uh, a friend's house uh, for New Year's Eve celebration and met a person there. I knew I was drawn to go to this particular house party because I felt like I was going to meet someone there that I needed to meet. And I met a man who had just lost his brother to a, a plane crash in, uh, that just happened in October of last year. And he could not wait to just share his stories with someone who understood. And we must have spent four hours talking about how between, you know, October and, Jan- you know, the December 31st, how his brother had come to him, and he was not a believer. I mean, he didn't, you know, walk around. He had faith in God, um, still had faith in God, even though his brother uh, had um, passed away in this plane crash. But, you know, questioning things. But he he is now a completely different person. Like, his eyes are completely open. He said ever since his brother passed, his brother has come to him in, in different ways. And that is in dreams where he has had a dream about his brother who came, you know, was there um, talking to him, giving him a message of what he should do in his life Mm -hmm. as it relates to career and relationships. And after the dream weeks later, that same thing, you know, it came to reality. It was as if his brother was giving him a message to say, pay attention as it relates to this. And his brother has also said, you know, had come to him via rainbows and he had some of the most amazing pictures of rainbows that are actually touching the ground. Now, I've seen many beautiful rainbows, but they're typically off in a distance, you know, behind mountains, trees, or whatever. And these rainbows, it was they were right in front of him, and you can see them come down and touch the ground, like from one end to the other. And he just knows that is his brother because he could feel the sensation. And the hugs, I always call them invisible hugs, but he could feel them from his brother. And he calls me all the time to tell me, about different situations that have happened where his brother's reaching out to the different family members in different ways to say, I'm okay and it's okay. And, mm. you know, he's done that through synchronicities of, you know, you know, his birthday was just this past weekend, um, and typically on his birthday he would do certain things with feeding deer out in his parents' backyard, and they were going to go and feed the deer, but it wasn't, you know, the best weather. Um, so they were letting off a balloon in celebration of his birthday, and the balloon went straight across, so they stayed up on the porch, but they wanted to let it off down where he would typically feed the deer, mm-hmm. and the balloon did not go straight up. The balloon went across the yard and went up from the spot where he would typically be standing to feed the deer. And, of course, there were five of them there, and they all looked at each other and said, we're really glad you're here with me because no one would believe me if I told them. But things like that happen to let you know that while he was there and he took the balloon over and let it off from where he would typically stand where he was feeding deer. Mm. And it's just 
you know, different things like that that are amazing. And a lot of people may say, oh, I don't really believe that. But it's, you know, it's up to you, each individual, to to believe it or not. There's no right or wrong. You have to take what feels comfortable to you. But if you do embrace it, I will tell you that it will really help you heal and find comfort. And that's how this man that I met, that's how he and his family, that's how they're making it through this because of these Mm -hmm these beautiful miracles that are happening to let them know he's here and he's okay. Hmm. Debbie, do you, um, do you read for people? Meaning are you able, are you a medium in that you can see what's going on with the person's loved one who's passed to the other side? Yeah, I do do that. Uh, not often, only because I want to try to help people, do that themselves. Um, you know, some people don't believe that they can, but it's not a special power. I believe we all have the ability to connect to whatever level we want to. And, you know, sometimes our internal belief system says, I don't know the fact that I want to do that. So, therefore, you're turned off to it. And, you know, for those who are completely turned off to it, I, I will deliver messages if I receive them. Um, and I do often receive messages and I'll give them to the person, and they'll say, "Oh my God, I can't believe it. That was, a, you know, that was my brother. Yes, that's what my sister would have said." And you know, so I will do that uh, for people as I get the messages, but I don't typically position myself as a medium to sit down to to perform readings. I'm more of I would like to help you to be able to help yourself so that you can rely on yourself and the power you have within to heal versus mm-hmm. relying on something that I may be saying, you know, that could be helpful initially, but I really want to try to empower others to be able to, to help themselves and to find the healing and the love within themselves because we all have what we need within us mm-hmm. to live the most fulfilled life and to help get through, you know, situations that are tragic and mm-hmm. somewhat unbearable. All right, well, we have a few minutes left, so how can people find you and call you and work with you? Tell us more about your book and your website. Okay, my my website, you can find all the details about everything, including my book, on my website. My website is painintopeace.com. That's painintopeace.com. And on there, I have um, different newsletters or blogs that I post you know, once or twice a month where I'm talking about different fundamentals of how to live a fulfilled life, how to find some peace in whatever challenges that you're faced with in life. So I have things out there that you can just go read about that may be helpful to you. Um, I have a, a page on there that, you know, gives a glimpse into my book, a sneak preview, um, where you can order it, although the book is available on Amazon and it and on in any store and online anywhere that books are sold. Um, but, you know, go out and check out my website. I talk about different programs that I provide. And, again, I have the blog out there that provides a lot of different things to consider, you know, for any life challenge, whether it's losing someone or whether it's losing your job, you know, whatever life challenge it is that you may have. So lots of good information out there that you can take a look at, including details about my sister and, you know, how I came to to this point of writing a book and providing it and, you know, doing the the grief, personal, and life coaching as well. All right. And closing thoughts, what would you like people to get from this interview today? 
if they get anything, if they're going through grief, loss, they've lost somebody very close to them, what would be your, your thoughts for them? My thoughts for them would be please, please consider being open to the idea of your loved one coming back into your world in a different way. And that is by sending you signs, by helping guide you in your life through signs and messages. And Because they can help us in areas of our life where we don't need to learn something on our own. They certainly can't intervene for life lessons, life lessons that we're here to, to grow and learn from on our own. But, you know, be open to having that connection and to start it you just start talking to your loved one say hey i you know i miss you i love you i'd love to know that you're okay if you could send me a sign you know reach out and let me know you're good and be open to receiving that sign because when you receive one which they're happening all the time you'll start to recognize those um, throughout your day and it will certainly help you in your day-to-day life because it's very uplifting and very loving I would say just be open to that and, and embrace it when it happens. All right. really want to thank you for being on the program, Debbie. And again, your website is? PainIntoPeace.com. And thank you, Patricia, for having me. This is wonderful. Oh, thanks. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, want to let you know that you can find me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com. And all of these programs are archived on the Voice America website. And uh, also, Debbie Hennigan's program will be on within 24 hours. And you can log on to Pain Into Peace. And her book is Closer Than You Think, The Easy Guide to Connecting with Loved Ones on the Other Side. You've been listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.